choosing the right mobile plan for you. The Galaxy S7 compared to the S5, your calls on those issues, plus how to mow your lawns with your iPhone. And uh, a few other things going on this week in technology here on Your Tech Life. Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. This is episode 319 of Your Tech Life. Thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology, and of course, uh, Nick Gear's Arlo range of smart home security cameras. Great technology, easy to integrate, and we'll tell you more about those things later. Um, as I said at the top, and the reason I do that is so that the people that are listening online, so if, the, if you see the um, article on uh, on EFTM, you can actually listen to the podcast within the site. But I don't think anyone's sitting on a single page listening to a 30, 45, or, or an hour-long podcast. So sample it, see what it's like, and encourage people to maybe download. I'd, I'd be interested to know what your experience with other podcasts is, because I admitted I came clean, I don't know, about a year ago and said that I don't actually listen to many podcasts. So what I do here is very unique to me, Um, very radio show based, but still unique to this as a podcast. So I listen to a couple, but uh, curious to know how you see, I don't know, everything from intros to outros to integration of sponsors, whatever it might be. Curious on your thoughts as we continue to evolve just 319 episodes in. Um, as I say, uh, a few other things to talk about this week, including Telstra's plans for NRL fans this year. Um, if you want to watch the games on your mobile phone, I have great news. Um, free-to-air channels. Oh, I just cannot believe the amount of traffic coming to EFTM, uh, querying and wondering about how to get the free-to-air digital TV channels, um, just because we've got some new channels launched and the like. Plus, the Tesla feature that beats BMW to the punch. It's uh, pretty phenomenal stuff and uh, fun and worth talking about here this week on Your Tech Life, plus those calls on mobile phones, iPad storage, and the Galaxy S7. Let's kick it off on Your Tech Life. So, Telstra. I had a question on the radio today um, <clears throat> from someone uh, on TUE on Tuesday afternoons with Stuart Bocking at about 12.30 if you're interested. <clears throat> um, I had a question from someone kind of complaining about um, the Optus English Premier League situation. We don't know how they're going to be able to watch it. <clears throat> it's uh, um, it's changing the way we watch content and stream things. It's all just getting hard for consumers. And someone asked, what's going to happen with the NRL? And I actually couldn't answer that question because we've got it's kind of a new broadcast rights season, um, but I I was confident Telstra had the digital rights still, so I did some digging after the show, and um, uh, if you've been on EFTM already, you you would know I've thrown out the exclusive, uh, having dug around to find that um, first of all, uh, Channel Nine's Nine Now app and website will not stream the rugby league, so just like when the cricket was on and they launched the live streaming app. You couldn't watch the cricket. You could only watch it on Optus mobile phones. Um, you, Because Channel 9 do not yet have the streaming rights, you won't be able to watch the Telst- the NRL Premiership on the Nine Now Apple website. Um, apparently in two years, uh, Channel 9 gets the digital rights. So they'll be working towards that. Um, 
that's uh, that's Channel Nine's perspective. If you're a Foxtel customer, obviously Foxtel through their renegotiate renegotiated deal with Channel Nine late last year, now will show every single NRL game um, live, and uh, that as a result, if you are a Telstra customer with the Sport Pack, you will be able to use the the Foxtel Go. Sorry, a Foxtel customer with the Sport Pack, you will be able to use the Foxtel Go app to watch all um, NRL games live on your mobile phone. So that's pretty cool. But probably more importantly to the, I don't know, 80% of other Australians, and let's break that down into NRL fans, it used to be, for the last couple of years, you could use the NRL app, which is developed by Telstra, to stream the games, most games, not a couple of them. But this year it's going to be every single game is available to stream in the app, and it used to be about 80 bucks a year, which is a pretty good deal. This year, zero. It's going to be free. So everyone can download the NRL app and for free stream the NRL. So this is really interesting because they, they can't monetize it then unless they're putting ads in. So A, it'll be interesting to see how many ads they put into the into the stream, the broadcast. Um, B, it'll be interesting to see how uh, the diversified audience stacks up for the NRL figures, but also for Channel 9. They're the ones that have paid the massive bucks. So... Will it affect their ratings? You know, Friday night, Thursday night football, will it rate as well as they expect? Because Foxtel have got it, as does the Telstra app, the NRL app. Now, to be clear, that's for everyone. You don't have to be a Telstra customer to take advantage of that, but I'm tipping it's um, metered, unmetered for all Telstra customers. So if you're a Telstra mobile customer, you don't pay for the data that you use while you're streaming. If you're an Optus, Vodafone, or other um, telco customer, you will pay per gigabyte, megabyte for what you watch. So be a bit cautious about that because it can absolutely uh, um, throw you a curveball with regards to data usage. So that's a pretty good deal. That's pretty exciting for um, for everyone. Um, you wouldn't have seen that coming a couple of years ago, but the broadcast landscape has changed so much that they kind of have to offer it for free. Um, so interesting times. And just as a sidebar, I noticed Harry Tucker from Business Insider uh, today had a story about Optus potentially introducing ad blocking software at the network level. So what that would could mean is that when you visit a website on your on your mobile phone through the Optus network, it actually strips out all the ads. Sounds like great news, right? But what it actually means is they could then theoretically charge a premium to publishers to clip the ticket on all advertising. So the ads that you do see, Optus is getting a cut off as well. Um, maybe that's some sort of play as to how they're going to run the EPL. Oh, I just don't know. It's all very interesting. We'll know more in the weeks and months ahead. But uh, until then, um, the good news for NRL fans is that the streaming of uh, NRL matches will be free. You will not need a season pass, a season ticket on the NRL app. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. So a lot of, and I mean seriously, a lot of traffic right now. Uh, literally, as I record, uh, three of the top five stories on the EFTM website right now from people that are on the website right now are um, are about the uh, something to do with digital television channels and broadcasts. Um, the switch of Channel 9 HD at the end of last year, the new 9 Life channel uh, created a lot of conversation because people couldn't watch the 9HD, uh, and then we had the um, the announcement from Channel 7 that they would have a new channel called 7 Flicks, 
which launched just a few days ago. And Channel 10 is about to launch their um, HD simulcast um, in just a few days. So what does it all mean for you and what can you get? Now, let's be clear. I'm talking primarily about metropolitan listeners here. Um, uh, people who are viewers of television outside of the metro areas really need to talk to your local stations. Win has finally switched on the HD channels. I can't tell you when Prime's going to do that for the seven flicks because it's a whole infrastructure rollout they have to do. So just be a bit, be a bit light on them. But let me again try and explain the technology here. Now, in real terms, let me get nerdy on you. Um, the television sta- stations have 23 megabits of spectrum. That's the amount of bit rate they can allocate. And what they do is they, they divide that up amongst all their channels. And if you can imagine, it's, it's, it's a pipe. It's an amount of space uh, available for them to, to push these channels down through. Then they can only allow so many channels for a start. They can't just put an unlimited number of channels um, onto, their, um, onto their network streamings. Um, they can't... Um, just have all HD because a HD channel takes up a lot more space than an SD channel. <clears throat> and then there's two types of broadcast technology. There's MPEG-2 and there's MPEG-4. Now, MPEG-2 is much more bandwidth intensive than MPEG-4. So let me give you some real numbers here, okay? Real, genuine numbers. The ABC utilizing their 23 megabits of spectrum. Their SD channels take up 4 megabits, 4.1 in fact. Um, they, so four, sorry, three SD channels, ABC, ABC2 and ABC3, that's 12 of their 23 meg spectrum. A HD channel, News24, takes up 9, 9.4 in fact. That is 21.7 of their 23 utilised, and the rest is is the audio for those channels and a couple of radio stations. Now, Channel 9, for example, allocates uh, 4.5 meg for its SD channel, a little bit less than that for its its other channels, its Gem, Go, Nine Life. They're all three and a bit, and extra, the little shopping kind of channel, is two two and a bit. So before they even introduce their HD, they've already utilized 16 meg of their spectrum. If you introduced a HD channel there, it's going to take up nine. There's not enough space. So that's why they introduced the MPEG-4 HD channel. An MPEG-4 HD channel uses only five meg of spectrum. That's almost half an MPEG-2 channel. So imagine you take away... And let's talk about Channel 7, for example. Channel 7 currently, using 23 meg of spectrum, have a 4 meg SD channel, 4 meg SD2, uh, a 9 meg HD channel, right? So that's 17 meg straight up. And then they're using really low quality, um, uh, two, about 2 meg for their new channels and, and, and the 4Me and those kind of things. So... If they get rid of, right, their HD simul- HD broadcast of 7, mate, and let's just turn that into 4 meg, they're immediately freed up 6 meg of spectrum. And you know what they do? They just throw in a HD simulcast. So by switching 7, mate, 
from HD to SD saves them a lot of lot of space. Okay, uh, saves them five, nearly six meg of space, and they can utilize that exact amount of space for a HD simulcast of the main channel. So what they're doing is they're reallocating their space to to offer us theoretically more. Now the problem is. The only way you can watch these newer services, the MPEG-4 services, the ones that save space, is if you've got a relatively new TV. And that's the challenge. Not everyone does, and people are discovering that um, that not everyone has a brand new TV. So uh, it's, it's a really interesting change to the way we're doing television. You're going to have to get a new TV sooner or later because I guarantee you that Sooner or later, the television station is going to want to pump all of their channels out using this technology. They could basically have 10 or more standard definition channels using MPEG-4, whereas right now they can kind of get to six. So you can imagine the, the, the ability for them to make channels. It's pretty big, pretty extreme. I know that's complicated. It's a little bit nerdy, a little bit high number rates when we're talking in a podcast, but I've tried to break it down using charts and... Um, uh, and demonstrate the changes on the website. So if you go to eftm.com.au, look at the free-to-air channels in 2016 story, see if you can work out what I'm going on about there. This is your Tech Life episode 319. Thanks to the good folk at Garmin and Arlo. Easy to get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, or you can uh, tweet me at Trevor Long or go to the phones, 1-800-157-157. G'day, Kylie. Hi Trevor, how are you? I am excellent. What can I do for you? I have had a Samsung S5 phone for a couple of years now mm-hmm. and I'm looking to upgrade to the S7. wondering what the, I guess, most significant changes are. Wow. From the 5 to the 7, it's like a, a, a leap ahead in time. Um, okay. I, I've described, so you, you've got a phone from 2014. Uh, 2015 was the year they released the S6, which was beautiful, a, a very nice new design, and I'm going to say iPhone-like design, you know, metal body, glass, you know, very, very premium. I feel like the, the S5, while it was a great phone, is very plasticky and cheap, you know, the metal around the outside is is cheap plastic, the back is plastic, yeah. um, but it is waterproof and has expandable storage and has a removable battery. The S6 last year was disappointing because it didn't have any of those things, but it was a beautiful phone. So this year, the S7 is, again, a beautiful phone, same premium look and feel, but it's waterproof and it has expandable storage. The only thing it doesn't have that yours has is a removable battery. Okay. Do you know how long the battery power lasts for on just regular use? Look, regular use, you are going to get through your day. You know, I don't think... Uh, any phone can rightly claim to get you more than a day. <laughs> um, I think if you've got a, be- a charger by your bedside or in the kitchen um, and you've got you know, a, a, a normal work day, then you can expect to unplug your phone in the morning, use it all day and plug it in at night and, and you shouldn't have any issues. If you are going hard on it one day and doing a lot of things, then it will deplete like any other device will. But you'll see probably better performance than what you currently get would be the hope. And do you know what the storage capacities are? So they're going to sell it in Australia as the 32 gig um, uh, phone, and then you can buy expandable storage that, that you oh, insert okay. into it. So what? What? How much have you got in yours now? Uh, 
16 plus expandable of 16, I think. Oh, well, you'll be you'll be fine. You can get a nice little 64 gig card expandable and put it in the top of a 32 gig. You'll never look back. Sounds good because I ha- keep having to delete apps on this one. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that's the pain. So uh, which carrier are you with? I'm, I'm with Optus, so I'm just... I guess I just need to see what their plans are as well because I'm paying 60 a month at the moment for this S5. And you're paying the 60 for the phone and the plan or are you paying 60 for your plan plus the phone? <coughs> the phone and the plan. Right. And that's two gigs of data. And I, I, I mean, I'd be keen to get more data. So, well, let's have a look at the Optus plans for you. I've got them uh, in front of me. That's great. Um, they sixty dollars. So this is the tough one. Um, <clears throat> sixty. I'll have to pay more. <clears throat> you will. <laughs> Excuse <Yep>. me. Their <clears throat> their sixty dollar plan. Um, the the S seven will cost you another sixteen dollars on top of that. So that's that's what you're paying for the handset, if you like. Sure. But for yeah, sixty dollars, sure. you will now get unlimited calls and texts, and you will get one, uh, three gigabyte of data. Okay. Now, if you wanted to go crazy, then so that's so that's seventy six dollars. Okay. Um, yep. If you were to pay eighty five dollars, then you would get eight gig of data. Oh, okay. That's not much more money. No, but so but what? What I would do is is in all honesty, I would sign up at the lower plan. Um, sure. Because then then you're non committal. <laughs> Yeah, sure. If you, and if, then you can just pay you, the. You can always go you, up, right? You can always say, yeah. "I'm contracted on the, on the sixty dollar plan, but I'd like to be switched to the eighty dollar plan," um, mm. and and then go up through the plans instead of having to come back down. Now, obviously, um, you know the other option is to to buy outright, um, and that really just depends on you know how much cash you've got. Can't, can't um, do that. No. No. Yeah. No. But if you look at here, here's the thing: it's it's about a twelve hundred dollar phone, right? Now, if yeah. you if you divide that into 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 two years, it's fifty dollars a month. So you're going to pay yeah. fifty bucks a month, you know, let's say off a credit card, for example. Um, mm-hmm. And then to get that three gig of data, you're going to still need to pay thirty bucks a month anyway, with a Kogan mm-hmm. or a Vodafone or someone. Um, so you are, if you are happy with your provider, and yeah. you know that is the phone you want, then you are better off yeah. on a plan. Yes, I think that's what I do, and I'm in the Samsung universe, so and I'm eligible for my upgrade on the sixth of March. So, have you still got the box for well? for the S five? I might put it on eBay. That's an idea, but my little girl has her eyes. Ah, <laughs> right. Well, if there's a little, if there's a little one in the in the midst, then yes, that's where yeah. it goes. But just remember, they're 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 valuable. So you know, it's whether it's a hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred dollars, it's worth something. So. Always, sure. I always I like to think that. we should we should trade that off against our our new ones, especially when mm. you're thinking about that outright purchase. But I would consider the sixty dollar plan, which will cost you seventy dollars, seventy six dollars a month, or the eighty dollar plan, which will cost you eighty five dollars a month with the handset included. Um, and you will love this phone. I mean, you will literally love this phone. It's beautiful compared to what you have now. It is just sensational. Um, if you pre order now, how old's your little girl? Oh, she's uh, seven and a half. So I was going to say, if you pre-order now, you can get the um, the virtual reality headset, but they don't recommend them mm-hmm. for kids under thirteen. I'll be honest. So while uh, it is it's, sensational, yeah, it's the old phone for music. Yeah, music and maybe the odd app or something. Maybe you yeah. should play a game yeah. here and there. 
Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy. Fantastic. I think you're. I think you're going to love it. And uh, if you pre-order now, you might just get one sooner rather than later. That they are available from March the 11th. Fantastic. Thanks for your help, Trevor. No worries. Any time. Any time at all. Thank you. Good okay. on you. And if you've got a question, a problem, or you want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, jump on the website eftm.com.au. nominations on new songs i have news we have a new song coming i'm very excited about i have have no idea what it's going to say but i but i picked a a theme i picked a bass song it's good i'm I'm looking forward to it we have no time frame on that anyway we do it all thanks to the good people at garmin satellite navigation gps and fitness tracking products the vivo fit 3 an activity tracker with automatic activity detection now this one i saw at mobile world congress um very nice sleek unit and some beautiful designs too coming in whether you're walking around the office or going for a jog the vivo fit 3 can automatically detect your activity using garmin move iq and display it on garmin connect where it comfortably 24 7 to monitor sleep and count steps and even get reminded to move after an hour of inactivity with the red move bar. It's water resistant, has a one year battery life and can be dressed up with interchangeable style collection bands to suit every moment of your active lifestyle. Check that one out. It's new and it's from Garmin and it's at garmin.com.au. Now, the, uh, the Tesla car is one you know I love. I've loved the concept of it for some time. Um, but they released a new software update, um, I think I say a few months ago, and it had a feature called Summon in it, and uh, it didn't work in Australia. <laughs> they didn't make it available in Australia. And in America, I've seen demonstrations of this. It is sensational. It can be linked with your garage door. You could be in the house, you press the button, the garage door goes up, the car drives out of the driveway, parks itself out the front, ready for you to drive. Very cool. Not available in Australia. Now, when I drove the BMW 7 Series um, a few weeks ago, I was bitterly disappointed that its remote park feature or self-park feature didn't work also. It wasn't available in Australia. The whole button on the key was missing. Again, legislation prevented it from being able to work here. Well, Tesla this week announced uh, an Australian software update, 7.1.1, I think it is, which brings summon to this country. Now... The diehard Tesla fans are furious. It's not what they want. But just as a token of innovation, and and here's the thing, here's the the clear difference. A, Tesla did it first. Um, It's not as as detailed as in America, but they did it. Um, BMW announced today, I haven't seen a release, but they, they told another publication that they were bringing it later in the year, but it would not be retrospective. So if you bought a $250,000 BMW last week and you want that self-park feature, Sorry, got to get a new one later. 
So that's just mind-boggling to me, whereas Tesla can just go, yeah, no, you bought a car two years ago? Yeah, sweet, we'll just give you a software upgrade and it's here. Uh, that's, the, that's the thing about this company. They're innovative, they're nimble, and they're a, they're a technology company almost first. So what it does do is if, let's say you're driving up to a car space and you go, oh, man, I'm going to fit in there, but I'm not going to be able to open the door. Well, you get out, shut the door, and you open, the, open your iPhone, and you open the Tesla app, and you click on the summon, and a picture of the car appears. You put your finger on the, on the car, and you push it forward, holding your finger down, and the car just rolls forward into the spot. Same in your driveway, same in your garage, whatever you like. And you want to bring it out, you open the app, you pull, you pull, pull the car back, and it just comes out. Now, it's got sensors, so it knows it's not going to hit anything. Um, you're obviously there, so you can see it as well. Um, it's a very simple thing. I'm not sure it has huge use case, but for people in narrow spots, it's going to really be a cool thing, especially people with narrow garages. So it's available now. If you own a Tesla Model S, I hate you. Um, <laughs> um, I just That's just a jealousy thing, right? That's okay. Don't take it to heart. Um, and if you do own a Tesla Model S, please tweet me. I'll say hello. I'd love to know more. Um, at Trevor Long is my address. Um, there's a new Tesla coming out, the, the Model 3, apparently end of the month, um, March 31. The pre-orders will begin. I'm going to put it out there. I If the pre-order deposit is under $2,000, I'm putting money down. Putting money down. Because my information is it's refundable until you kind of finalize your order at the point where it's coming out of the factory, which could be two years away. So let's back ourselves here, people. Let's let's say in the next two years is going to be super successful and I can afford a Tesla Model 3, which I think is going to be a seventy, eighty thousand $80,000 car. And uh, I'm going to put some money down. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's later in the year. If you've got a Tesla, Summon is now available. Check it out on the Tesla website. And there's a story up at eftm.com.au. Great to be back on home soil. Let's keep cracking with calls. G'day, Neil. Hey, Trevor. How are you going? Good, mate. What can I do for you? Oh, look, I uh, called you earlier about uh, getting a new phone. I ended up getting the Oppo R7, which I'm really happy about. Where'd you get it from, mate? Um, well, I went to Dick Smith, and they had it advertised for 289 and then it sold out within two hours. So I got it online from Mobile City in um, Sydney with... Um, I got one for myself and my wife. It was pretty good, you know, overnight delivery. So it's so really good. So for four, for three ninety, three ninety nine. Two of them. And um, so yeah, and wrapped a three two uh, gig um, card in and putting movies on and streaming with Chrome. It's excellent. Well, wow, that's excellent. I suppose the next step is like, you know, I was just wondering because look, this Telstra was just a basic mobile, you know, prepaid plan. Yeah. I don't make a lot of calls, and I just wanted. You know what's the uh, options out there? I heard you talk about it before with a few people. Oh yeah. What? Well, how much are you paying at the moment per month each? Well, I'm just whacking twenty, thirty bucks here and there. That's lasting for a couple of months. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know. hmm. So you, you, the one of the key things there is you need a long expiry. I suppose yeah, long expiry, maybe like a little bit of data because I mean I, I can sort of got my wife at home and and at work when it when it works properly. I thought maybe a little bit of data when I'm on the train if I need to do something. Yep, totally. But, uh, as with the pain I've got now, the data's like you know really cool with the price if I have to have to use it. Yeah, yeah. Um, how much data? You don't know. You so you definitely don't need a lot of data, right? And you you don't make many calls at all. Not really, no. I mean, like, I'm, I'm at home, I'm, either I receive calls at home 
or at work. Mm. Uh, I've used work phone or I'll bring up from home. You know, I've got Skype at home, so, you know, like a landline, I've got that yep. too. So I think the I issue... I make a lot of calls. Yeah. I think the issue is going to be mainly your um, your expiry date. So yep. basically you can, um, you know, you can find some really good plans out there that will give you, you know, one or two gigabytes of data. Now... Mm-hmm. And probably unlimited calls, to be honest. Now, Aldi, for example, Aldi have a plan. It's twenty five bucks. It gives you seventy dollars worth of calls, which yep. is basically seven hundred minutes worth of calls. Um, yep. One point five gig of data, um, and it's twenty five bucks. But it's yep. only thirty day expiry. The Kogan yep. just announced one that's sixteen ninety five, like seventeen dollars, and yep. it's. Unlimited calls and one gig of data for 17 bucks. But again, it's only 30-day expiry. So your maximum length of time you're going to get is is 30 days. So mm-hmm. I think the problem is whenever you go for something that's got a slightly longer um, you know, expiry date, you're more likely in that case to end up with something that doesn't have the kind of inclusions that, that you're going to go up to. Do you know what I mean? Like... If you yep. if you go like for like and just want calls, then yeah, you'll probably find uh, someone that has a um, a plan to suit, but it probably won't have that um, that level of of expiry that you're looking for. So yep. that's a key differentiator, and unfortunately, there isn't a lot of them that do it. Now, the one I think it's worth looking at and doing a bit of research into is probably Virgin Mobile. Now, yep. Virgin for nineteen dollars. Give you a hundred dollars, hundred dollars worth of calls, five hundred meg of data, but they do have a rollover of of your data yep. when you when you recharge before the expiry. Yep. So yep. it could be that that helps. So basically, if you um, if you get to the end of uh, you know twenty eight days into the thirty, and you put nineteen dollars on, then your data tops itself up on top on top of the next month's one um yep. which at least at least gives you more value out of it i think yeah yeah it sounds i mean there's a lot out there i mean i have to decide you know whether i just leave it as it is and just you know use around it because i'm only on, you know, on my commute on the train i might use a little bit of data yeah but and look you're not on a contract right so no. why don't you just why don't you switch switch to kogan switch to virgin switch to one of them and just see how it goes for a month or two and if you don't like it just go back to Telstra. See, this is the yeah. thing you got to remember. It takes about five minutes to switch telcos. Um, yeah. If yep. you walk into a store and do it, if you do it, you know, order a SIM card on the internet and do it over the internet, it might take an hour, but it doesn't take long. You get to keep your phone number and you can change carriers whenever you want. And yep. I think yeah, that's good. really worthwhile doing because then you get to experience and sample the service. You also do at least one recharge to see how easy it is to do a recharge um, and also just then test how much data you do use. If if you let yourself free and you you know use it a bit on the train, how much would you use? So that's probably yep. worth having a look at. I suppose you're right. Just try and just see my usage. Um, you know, try for a month or two and try to see what the usage is and see, you know, it depends what you do, of course. So the great, see, social. the great thing about prepaid, right, is... Let's say you go to Kogan Mobile website, you buy a SIM card, it's you know five bucks to buy a SIM card, they send it to you. Um, and then you do a $17 recharge. Now, after four, four weeks, you recharge it again. Um, 
the thing is, if you use it all in one go, well, you, you, you just recharge it sooner. Um, if you don't use it at all, then you get you get you get to know how much you did use, and you're ready for the next one you do. But the critical thing is, you can switch back to your carrier. You can switch, mate. You, over the next six months, you could change from Telstra to Optus to Vodafone to Kogan to Omasium and back to Telstra yep. every month if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I have to try. I mean, it's just like the, the Wi-Fi at work stuff, and you know, and you know, Telstra is useless. And I'm, you know, lunchtime I'm trying to get a Wi-Fi uh, signal somewhere, and that's probably you know maybe a bit of surfing through games and yeah, you know. Um, yeah, check your emails and things like that. I can't imagine you're going to need more than a gig, and it'd be worthwhile. So I'd start with one that's big. So Kogan, for example, at seventeen bucks, gives you a gig. And if you find you're not using anywhere near that, then maybe switch to uh, the Virgin one. Um, hmm. You never know your luck. Yep. All right, yeah. buddy. Good luck. I'm glad you All like right, the Oppo, you. mate. Um, uh, did, so tell me, did you had you held one in your hand before you bought it online, or did you just take it on a whim? Um, sort of, I was looking around, sort of basically your recommendation, um, and I looked for a few YouTube, um, um, you know, recommendations mm-hmm. and reviews, and, uh, you know, obviously it's not the flagship, it's not the YouTube and all this, and I found, well, we're going from iPhone 3, I thought it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and what the missus think? She loves it. Oh, well, she's not as big a user as me, but there's something upgrade because, you know, it's pretty old phones, and, you know, I've sort of used to take it over using my tablet, I, you know, put the... You know, you know, podcast on, you know, pocket, what's it, uh, pocket, pocket cast, cast yeah, 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 and um, that's quicker than iTunes, I've got my email, you know, I've got, you know, for torrent, <laughs> illegal, um, just, you know, the movies, and I, I cast it on the telly at home in the bedroom, and, um, and, um, it's just replaced my tablet, basically, now, and I'm, I'm really extremely happy with it, and I'm, the performance, it's fine, that's you know, I've got an issue. I mean, in these days, most of the phones look similar. Yeah, so, yeah. People say, is that an iPhone? Because it is a good-looking phone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, no, I'm extremely happy with it. And, um, yeah, like, um, say, for, you know, 300 bucks, 400 bucks, you know, you know, with the new phones coming up being over 1000 we can't afford that. And so you now like own that. two phones outright that should last you a couple of years at the very least. And uh-huh. and you, you have this ability to do what we just talked about, which is change carriers, switch plans, do whatever you like, because you're not beholden to anyone. No, no. It's, um, it's very flexible these days now. It's good mm. that you know, mm. used to go on the contracts and you'd have your buy the short and curlings. And, exactly. Uh, I know. Oh, cool. Good I'll man. I'll explore that. Thanks for the advice, Trevor. No worries, Neil. Enjoy. And uh, let me know where you end up uh, choosing and how your tests go, all right? Okay. Thanks, mate. Good on you, mate. And if you've got a question, a problem, you want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Thanks to the good people at Arlo. We are here on Your Tech Life. The new addition to the Arlo family has arrived. Arlo Q. Keeping your family and home safe can be a challenge, but Arlo Q is designed to be an easy-to-use security addition to any home with a bunch of features that give you peace of mind. The Arlo Q lets you see and hear in perfect detail. It has brilliant 1080p HD with night vision, so you'll be able to see what's happening clearly, regardless of what time of day it is. It also features two-way audio, so you can talk with anyone who's there. You don't have to be a security expert to install the Arlo Q camera in your home. All you need is your existing home Wi-Fi network and the Arlo app. ArloQ is a free cloud recording, so you can store and review the last seven days of recordings, plus free upgrade options. 
Learn more, visit arlo.com slash au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. So I mowed my lawns with my iPhone. So here's the story. It goes back a while, actually, and I wrote about this on EFTM. The, um, the thing about this buddy hoverboard incident was it hurt, and it also made me useless. I broke my arm, and I was in a sling for a bit, and then I just couldn't push or lift things. So I actually couldn't mow the lawns. Now, going back before that, sometime in November, I remember the, the Airtasker, I interviewed Tim Fung here, um, Airtasker launched uh, vouchers and things, and they said to me, and this kind of thing happens regularly in this gig, they said, we want you to try the service, can we give you some Airtasker credit and, and give something a try? And, you know, often that's the only way you can try something out, and um, it's a great way to try things out, but I just said, look, there's nothing I need done. Like, I don't need someone to come and paint something. I don't, you know, I didn't need anything done at the time. But then I broke my arm, and the lawns got long, and Christmas was a week and a half away. And I went, we've got people coming around. And I went, hang on a minute. So I said to the guys at Airtasker, right, let's give this a whirl. I've got a great reason to need Airtasker. And it, you may not want Airtasker every week, but this one opportunity may be required. So <clears throat> I took some photos of my lawn, and I put it on Airtasker. Um, you log a job. You put some photos on and you say, here's the job, and you put a price on it. Now, I've never paid to have my lawns done before. I've done it all myself. But I've got a reasonable amount of lawn. I mean, it takes hours to do, edging, lawns, all that kind of stuff. So I thought to myself, I mean, if it was four hours, 50, I don't know, 50 bucks, 200 bucks. Now, my father-in-law tried to tell me that was way too much because his neighbor gets his lawns done for 60 bucks a week, but that's a regular gig. That's an ongoing thing. It's a... Uh, it's a bit different, I think, to a one-off. Anyway, so I listed that as a job. And then, <coughs> excuse me, around the side of the house, we've got this hideous plant. Just huge thing. It's just ugly. It grows over this. I just don't like it. So the um, I thought, well, let's get rid of it. Now, that's got to be. It's a big job. There's some dirt to remove. I've got to, I need it all removed. I don't want the rubbish. That's got to be worth a bit. So I put that down for, I think it was 500 Anyway, I had a lot of bids immediately. You get you get emails and notifications on the app to tell you who's bidding, and you can look at them. They can leave comments. They tell you why they want to do it, how they'll do it. They, they make a bid on the price. Um, some idiots, to be honest, who don't understand the system were just going, when do you want it done or how much? Like, they don't understand. You just got to put a bid in. But I had a couple of really high-quality um, bidders. In the same way that eBay has people who have five stars and all that kind of stuff, I had bidders who had clearly done all the work before and had very happy customers. But there was one guy who was actually willing to do it for slightly cheaper, which was smart. It was only five or ten bucks, but it made him stand out. And he's willing to do both. And I went, well, that's going to make my life easy, isn't it? <coughs> Excuse me. So I, I lined him up and we texted back and forward to line up a time. In fact, I remember it was a Sunday and in the end I had to do a Today Show appearance so I couldn't be here in the morning. I said, mate, just get started on the lawns. You'll be fine. He was great. He was here when I got home and he was smashed into it. He had his partner with him. They were both working away and they the lawns looked immaculate and the work that he did to remove this plant was just brilliant. And he, he was there to ask me questions. How much did I want removed? It was so good. Um, and I just think I got great value. And I, I left a rating, he left a rating of me, and off we went on our merry way. Um, it proved to me that as an on-demand service, it could be anything. could get your gutters cleaned, uh, could get your lawns mowed, could get some pressure washing done, could get some painting done, some handyman services, 
Or it could be something silly like go to the shops and pick up my, my, my shopping for me. But it was a great system, very easy to use, um, very reputable in terms of I knew what I was going to get and I didn't. I could have taken a risk on a different person, but I, I knew what I was going to get. And I think the only issue for Airtask, if I, if, and I was talking about this in uh, Barcelona with uh, a couple of the other journos that were there with me, um, I can't quite remember who we had a longer conversation about. It might have been David Swan from The Australian. But you know, if they're going to go to IPO, I, I think they need to secure the, the revenue stream, the, the channel, if you like, to this guy, I've got his number now. I could just ring him. Um, how, how do they secure an ongoing part of my business? Or do they just assume that's their role? Just like the, the Yellow Pages was just a connector between people. So I think that people will use it back and forward, on and off to find the right person. But once you find the right person, you don't need to use the service anymore. So they, they stop losing their platform fee. That's probably the only issue I see. But apart from that, a great site, easy to use. And to be honest, I just can't recommend it enough. It was great fun. And um, and I look, I appreciate Airtask for the offer of the money. I did spend, you know, $700 of their money. Um, and it was a great service. And it was a great way to experience the um, the platform. So I wish them all the best. I've been talking to Tim, the, the founder, since it very, very started way back when. And it was good to get to use it. So check it out, airtasker.com, and uh, the story of my experience with Airtasker is up now at eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. If you've got a question about technology, problem with technology, just jump on the blower, 1-800-157-157, or go to the website, eftm.com.au, which Paul did. G'day, Paul. Hi, Trevor. Hey, mate. What can I do for you? Uh, well, I was just listening to one of your uh, recent shows where mm. a caller was asking for a way to uh, take some um, media, I think it was uh, some old movies, um, on a, which he could then use to play on a 16-gig iPad. And, That's right. Uh, he had an iPad with very limited storage, was yeah. wanting to play movies, but and we went around the trees a bit there. We talked a bit about hard drives, and then in the end we decided that if he wanted them off iTunes, he could just use them in the cloud. Well, what are your, what are yeah. your thoughts? What do you do? Uh, well, I'm, my my method would be overkill for his needs, but I've got uh, the Seagate Wireless Plus, which is a, a one gigabyte uh, uh, drive, which has its own little Wi-Fi um, network, so mm-hmm. that you can connect your iPad to that network, and then using the uh, the Seagate Media app, you can uh, access any of the files that you have on that uh, on that drive. So it's it's worked out for me. I put lots of different things on there, both movies, music, and and documents. Um, and also it works as a, uh, a photo storage, although you do have to go back to uh, uh, the Photos app on the iPad to, uh, to, to uh, connect your phone, the camera to the iPad, transfer the photos, and then transfer them from the photos to uh, the wireless drive. And that uh, provides a way of, uh, if you're travelling, to, uh, to store your photos safely while you're travelling. And, and so when you've got videos and things on that Seagate, can you also look at them on a computer as well because it's on a Wi-Fi network yes if you wanted to connect your computer to that wife to the uh, the network that uh, the, the drive set up you could use it for that as well and then in on the ipad you launch the seagate app and that allows you to yep. browse through the files and stream you basically stream them through that app you can stream them or you can actually if you've got capacity storage capacity on your iPad, you, move them up. You, 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 you can download them uh-huh. and then you can disconnect from the media from the drive and and, uh, and watch them from the iPad itself, so it's it's fairly flexible in way in the way you use it. 
And you said it was a bit of overkill. Is that because of the price? Is it an expensive little unit? Uh, well, he, he, yeah, because it's it's probably a bit more than what he was saying he wanted to do. But the the uh, the little uh, gadget that I referred you to, which I don't own, but uh, mm. it's Clips. called the iClip, mm-hmm. which is like a it's 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 a USB thumb drive on one end uh, with an with a, a lightning connector on the other. Mm. And apparently, again, you have the, uh, there's an app that goes with it. Um, so you can store, I think they come in various, uh, up to about 32 or 64 gigabyte. Mm. Uh, you can store your um, um, media on that little thing, stick it in your pocket, and then when you're traveling, uh, just s- slide the lightning end into your iPad and uh, using the app can access your media from there. And uh, I guess the only thing to test with those kind of things is the... Um uh, the video <clears throat> video format. Make sure you're not not putting formats of videos on that can't be read by the app. In your case, by the Seagate. Have, have you ever come across that where the app won't show the video? No. Not, well, yeah, but I, I no, I haven't come across it. But okay. I don't sort of go into very. Uh, you know, I usually stick to uh, M4Vs or, or uh, MOV files, and and that's uh, there's no problems with those. Very good. Good advice, Paul. Thank you for sharing, mate. Okay, that's all right. Good on you. Nice and to talk to you. Good on you, mate. I really appreciate you getting in touch. And if you've heard a caller and, and have feedback for uh, for a listener that uh, maybe I couldn't answer or you've got better advice, happy to take it. Jump on the blower or go to the website, eftm.com.au. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading 319 episodes down. Let's play podcast recommendation time. Um, I'm going to go really nerdy on you. Um, if you want to get deeper into business tech, there's a couple of guys called Jay and Farad uh, who are Americans. Uh, one used to work for Business Insider, now switched to CNBC, and the other is a columnist for the New York Times. Great blokes, very relaxed style. Um, not every episode is 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 your liking. You might not like that topic, but good little kind of um, businessy tech stuff. I really enjoy that. And one I listened to, an episode I listened to, and you know I've talked about WTF, uh, which stands for what you think it stands for, um, with Mark Maron. I don't listen to every episode of that. I just listen where I recognize names. I highly recommend you listen to episode 683, Sasha Baron Cohen. This is Ali G, Borat, you know, the character. But this is Sasha Baron Cohen. I've, I don't think I've ever heard him speak before. And, you know, it's his normal English accent. It's normal Sasha Baron Cohen. It's, you know, uh, it, it's as you can imagine, Isla Fisher would be talking to him because that's his wife. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. And it's a very good interview. It's, it's excellent. It's very long, too. But that's a good one to listen to. Shoot me your podcast recommendations. Um, let's, let's grow this industry more by listening to more. Um, Send me an email, send me a tweet with your podcast recommendations, whether it's a specific episode or a whole new show. Um, let's share them around. Remember, not everything's for everyone. You may say something to me and I wouldn't give it rats about it, but always interesting to um, uh, to try. So, uh, yes, let's share our recommendations, okay? There we go. Give it a whirl. You can get in touch. You know how to get in touch. The website, eftm.com.au. Tweet me at Trevor Long. Let's do it again next week which is my last week at SBS. I have four days left until a whole brave new world begins. Oh, no. Um, And also, let's have some fun on Snapchat, too. I'm trying really hard. Matthew Wu is on my tail about it. 
Um, my username, I'm scrolling down to try and find it, uh, is Trevor Long AU. So add me Trevor Long AU, um, <clears throat> so that we can um, we can snap together. I've made my snaps public, so we don't need to be friends, but you can still see them because um, I can't friend everyone. That'd take forever. But uh, yeah, I'm interested in in Snapchat. It's a bit of fun. So Trevor Long AU. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Let's start it all again next week here on Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.